Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Leviticus chapter 2. When anyone brings a grain offering to the Lord, their offering is to be of the finest flour. They are to pour olive oil on it and put incense on it and take it to Aaron's sons, the priests. The priest shall take a handful of the flour and oil together with all of the incense and burn this as a memorial portion on the altar, a food offering and aroma pleasing to the Lord. The rest of the grain offering belongs to Aaron and his sons. It is a most holy part of the food offerings presented to the Lord. If you bring a grain offering baked in an oven, it is to consist of the finest flour, either thick loaves made without yeast and with olive oil mixed in, or thin loaves made without yeast and brushed with olive oil. If your grain offering is prepared on a griddle, It is to be made of the finest flour mixed with oil and without yeast. Crumble it and pour oil on it. It is a grain offering. If your grain offering is cooked in a pan, it is to be made of the finest flour and some olive oil. Bring the grain offering made of these things to the Lord. Present it to the priest who shall take it to the altar. He shall take out the memorial portion from the grain offering and burn it on the altar as a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. The rest of the grain offering belongs to Aaron and his sons. It is a most holy part of the food offerings presented to the Lord. Every grain offering you bring to the Lord must be made without yeast, for you're not to burn any yeast or honey in a food offering presented to the Lord. You may bring them to the Lord as an offering of the first fruits, but they're not to be offered on the altar as a pleasing aroma. Season all of your grain offerings with salt. Do not leave the salt of the covenant of your God out of your grain offerings. Add salt to all of your offerings. If you bring a grain offering of first fruits to the Lord, offer crushed heads of new grain roasted in the fire. Put oil and incense on it. It is a grain offering. The priests shall burn the memorial portion of the crushed grain and the oil together with all of the incense as a food offering presented to the Lord. Now, let me just make a quick comment. Over and over again in this chapter, this is referred to as a food offering presented to the Lord. Now, in antiquity, the idea among some primitive people was that food or animals or whatever kind of food material was offered, was actually set on an altar as a table before the God that was being worshipped. In the case of Yahweh, of course, he is not consuming this for nourishment or food, but this is a sacrifice that is participated in with the priests. Aaron and his sons would eat a portion of this, and so in that respect, They were dining with the Lord. In some of these offerings, the people making the offerings also participated in the the fellowship meal. And so in that respect, they were presenting food offerings to the Lord, but in the form of fellowshipping with the Lord. The Lord didn't take nourishment from each of these offerings. And so in this grain offering, the rabbis considered the grain offering to be a substitute for the burnt offering of animals for the poorest of the poor people. In chapter 1, I mentioned that the uh, the burnt offering was a, a voluntary worship 
offering that could be a bull or a ram or even a bird if you were poor. Well, even below those that were able to afford a bird, they could bring a grain offering. And so the grain offering was, once again, voluntary worship. It consisted of flour, olive oil, incense, and salt uh, to be added in. This was a voluntary act of worship, symbolic of the people's um, appreciation for God providing for them, making daily provision of food. And so let me read from verse 1. When anyone brings a grain offering to the Lord, their offering is to be of the finest flour. They're to pour olive oil on it and put incense on it and take it to Aaron's sons, the priests. The priest shall take a handful of the flour and the oil together with all of the incense and burn this as a memorial portion on the altar, a food offering and aroma pleasing to the Lord. And so this sacrifice had to have grain without leavening. They had to add olive oil to it. Perhaps the oil made it more combustible. And they added incense to it, and this burnt on the altar and provided a pleasing aroma before the Lord. And as I mentioned, the priests were included in the uh, in the celebration. Verse 3, the rest of the grain offering belongs to Aaron and his sons. And so the priests were to make their living, if you will, out of the sacrificial system with some of the food that was offered. Um, not all of it was to be burnt. Some of it was for the priests. And even the portion that was for the priest was considered a holy part of the food offerings presented to the Lord. And um, in this verse 3, it mentions Aaron and his sons. Verse 10 also mentions that the rest of the grain offering belongs to Aaron and his sons. And that portion, too, is holy. Salt is mentioned as being added into this. In verse 13, it says, Season all of your grain offerings with salt. Do not leave the salt of the covenant of your God Out of your grain offerings, add salt to all of your offerings. And so this addition of salt, salt was an ancient preservative. It was a reminder of God's faithfulness being preserved and timeless. Salt symbolized that the terms of the uh, the covenant, the terms of the offering, the terms of the love of God would be preserved for a long time. And so salt was symbolic in that respect. It was not intended to make the food more palatable to God. It was symbolic of God's faithfulness and his, his uh, covenant faithfulness to the people. Now, Lord, we thank you for the grain offerings. We thank you, Lord, that even the poorest of the poor could participate in offering thanks to their God on a daily basis. We thank you, Lord, that provisions have been made in our days, too. It's not the, the amount that counts for the, uh, the gifts that are given. It's the heart of the giver that you look to. Lord, you say in the New Testament, you love a cheerful giver. May we be cheerful givers in whatever way that we give to you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.